Now tuning into Fandom Rant Radio. On this episode of Fandom Rants Radio, we'll be discussing our overarching thoughts of Endgame, our favorite scenes, our most valuable players, breaking down exactly how time travel works in this movie, and discussing the future of the MCU. Stay tuned. And now we'll resume the second part of our Fandom Rant Endgame Reflection episode. Enjoy! Alright, we are now moving on to our favorite parts of the film. So we're going to be very specific here. Our high moments, our favorite character moments. Pretty much the one particular moment that just blew us away. So we're going to start off with Jacko. Jacko. And then go... What was your favorite moment? Howard Potts and Howard Stark. Ooh, Ooh nice. That's I my agree. favorite, that's, favorite that's, scene. That's a really cool moment. I'm not I don't know if I think my favorite moment in that seek is like when he's talking to Iron Man and he's saying, you know, that kid's not even here yet, but I would do anything for that kid. And it's just like ooh. I like he this. has the we're passing around the talking gauntlet. He's giving he's giving he, his dad advice on the beginning of these movies, you think Tony hates his dad. You think yeah, he hates his yeah. parents. And in this, it comes full circle to the point where he's like having conversations with his dad before he's even born. And it's just yeah, really they're, cool. Yeah. They're really natural conversations. And he's just – Howard Stark's being honest about his relationship with his mom. And, yeah. you know, it's emotional and it's cool. So, Ryan, what do you think? My favorite scene, 100%. Avengers Assemble. That was just... Ooh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was a buildup of so much. I got to take the gauntlet for this one. That was just amazing. It's just, just like, to it's see... the MCU. This is, like, the MCU not pinnacle only, moment. Not only because it's like, oh, so cool. All these people versus all these villains. But it's like Cap was willing to stand by himself. And he just so happened to have an army fight behind him. And was able to say Avengers Assemble. But... I guarantee you, if he didn't have anyone, he was willing, to, he do was willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Jack wants the gauntlet back. I just want to sh- give a shout out to our Game of Thrones fans. This felt a lot like Battle of the Bastards right here. Jon Snow standing oh. up by himself. Oh my gosh. So true, Jack. But We're ending it there with the, with the I God just, talk. I just love that part where Cap <laughs> summons Mayhor, Major, Mjolnir, and his Avengers Assemble. Major? Avengers Beautiful. Assemble. And we actually just looked it up. That that is actually comic accurate. Cap does wield the hammer in the comics. Yep. All right, Clint. He's always been one dyslexic take, man. Take, it, take it's the your turn to take the gauntlet. Take the gauntlet. What's your don't, favorite scene? Don't let it go to your head. Oh no, God! <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh, I don't like Clint with a gauntlet. Oh no. Whatever it takes. I'm not gonna say the part that everyone thinks I'm gonna say. It's the part I'm thinking of. It is the part you're thinking of. So I'm just gonna do uh, my second favorite part, which is Scarlet Witch. Owning Thanos. Oh my gosh. Ooh, she yeah. beat the crap out of him. Like embar- like embarrassly like beat the crap out of him. Like yeah. everyone else was like struggling 
to like beat Thanos, but then like the fact that you made Thanos call for backup, bro. She broke the sword. She she broke a part of the sword. Oh yeah. She got Thanos to call for backup. She was like in pain. She was like shredding his armor too. I know. She was like, I just love the part where uh, she comes up and says, "Uh, you took everything away from me," and Thanos was just like, "I don't even know you." And then she says, "You will." Oh my god. Oh, that was oh, awesome. You that was will so cool. Be. She was you so cool. No, no, she was really cool. I I like the I like the little revenge thing for Vision. Yeah. For yeah. Vision. Avenge Justice the fallen. And it proves the point that Let's she start is. Start that hashtag. Oh, she is the uh, one little. Oh, sorry. She is the strongest Avenger. Yeah. Ooh. One little, one little callback. Bold. It was kind of like a little Easter egg. Is when it's actually my only favorite scene with Captain Marvel. My only scene that I liked with her was when she's fighting Thanos and like stops him from snapping again and like holds the gauntlet open, and then like he's trying to punch her, but like her face doesn't move. She's so strong, whatever. Um, but that's kind of like a, a playoff of BVS where um, Batman's punching I, Superman and then his face hardens. <laughs> not even. Not I thought it was very similar. Very but it's similar. It's not like they're copying from that. But then I love when Thanos just grabs the the power gem out of the gauntlet and just punches her. Yep. That was great. Phoenix Surge. All right, Sam. What game? Favorite, Favorite scene. scene and then game. Okay. Can it be a sequence or it has to be a scene? It can be a sequence. It can be a it can sequence. Be a sequence. Uh, yeah. Time heist. Time heist. Time heist. The, yeah, whole, that, the whole aspect. Yeah, the whole aspect of that. Like, of course, like the first time, like they were talking about, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that'll be that'll be kind of cool." But the way they went into the depth of each of the stories, and you also saw it from a different perspective. We saw the end of we saw the end of Avengers from a different perspective. Yeah. yeah. We saw Hank Pym in the 1970s. We saw Peggy Carter in the 1970s. We saw. We saw what was going on with Howard Stark in the 1970s, and it was just so crazy to see how all these characters are linked together. Like, who knew um, Howard Stark could be in the same place as Hank Pym or and Peggy Carter at the same time? Like, all those three characters have significant ties to yeah. each of the people. And then they made a team in the end. Like, it's just yeah. a crazy link between them. Connects all and, of them. Yeah. So, like, yeah. and plus, like... It was really cool how they like stealing those stones like without being caught, and yeah, that was just really neat to me. So though, and like especially like how they put the titles on the screen in the year, like yeah. that was that was kind of cool. That was so cool, and the debriefing, me. dude. Right when it said New York 2012, Sam like looked over at me and was like, "No," I was like, "That they're awesome. doing it, they're doing it." <laughs> I was like, "They're actually doing this. This is so cool." Like New that's York. that's like I'm seeing it tomorrow again, and I'm like. So hyped just to see that, that part, part again. again. Yeah. Just wait until that I get this on so disc. Cool. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> so. All right. Well, Host. Uh, I'll take the gauntlet now. Thank you. Well, my uh, my favorite part's the the most obvious. No, it's not Falcon entering the battlefield, even though I was thinking about that, but that's way too obvious in the one I was thinking. <laughs> so my second obvious one is just, well... I am Iron Man. That's my third time saying this in this podcast. <laughs> but dude, oh my god, that was just the moment in the movie. It's just like where everybody's heart stops and it's like, oh. It's just like Tony's sacrifice. It's just like everything. And he has been the leading man of this entire franchise. Iron Man has always been my favorite. Favorite Marvel character and like like second favorite superhero because you know Batman, but Iron Man. I just I grew up with Iron Man. It was just it's like a 
part of my childhood is like officially ended now. And I just thought that was so, so cool. And what a way for him to go out <laughs> is snapping. That was so cool. I, I do have, okay, I thought someone was going to mention it, but I guess no one did. So if, can, can I mention my, my, cause yeah. Scholar Witch thing was you my may. second one. Yeah, go for your first I actually really do want to mention my first one. I'll oh, allow dude. it. Dude, Cap Gang Mjolnir. Cap game. Oh, oh yeah. Course, yeah. Oh was, my god. That's iconic now. Like, that's it's I don't it's think iconic. him <laughs> him getting Mjolnir and then him absolutely owning Thanos. I think that's I, I was I've never been more hyped in an MCU. I've never I'm surprised seen, you didn't say that. Well, because I thought you or Sam were gonna say that. Oh no, I but then and then I realized, oh wait, I am Iron Man and Yeah. But no, that's the single handedly my favorite moment. It's oh my god, Cap he destroyed Thanos, and it's, I've never been a more. That's I've never been in a theater more hyped than when that happened. I want to say something about that. I've never been in a theater more scared than when Thanos was fighting Cap. Oh, oh my yeah, God. it because was so tense. Going into this movie, I had in my head the way Captain America was going to die. I thought he was going to get stabbed by that big sword by Thanos in an epic oh, yeah. fight. Yeah. I thought I like was so sure that I was going to put money on it, but I didn't. I'm glad it didn't, because that didn't happen. But I don't know, dude. I was just there was no way we could have predicted all of this in this fear, Stephen. But you know, uh, just so many. We were so right and so wrong at the same time. I, I've been like repeating that, but like, it's just like we got so much right, but then we just like were completely thrown off at a lot, a lot of portions of this movie. So yeah, so we uh we said our favorite parts. Yeah. So we're gonna do even quicker squabbles. So you guys oh, got man. you guys got Squabble a minute time. on the clock. Minute on the and clock. And I'm gonna time you on your head. So Ryan, I I'm giving you a minute to say everything that you don't like about <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Wait, who's Rem- starting? Let me remind you, you have a minute, Ryan. One minute. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sixty seconds. Wait, so Jack, 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 Jack is starting. Jack, Jack. Jack is starting. Well, start, Jack is starting. I'm just reminding you the most. I got the gauntlet. Um, minute starts now. Fat Thor. I I can't handle Fat Thor. Yeah. And and I was really hoping that he was just gonna like somehow do a magic trick and like go back to Ragnarok Thor, but I just I couldn't take him seriously the whole movie. I don't know. But yeah. that, that's all I have. I thought like when he like got his armor back on, I thought he was gonna be like. Vroom. It kind of yeah, sucked. I thought it. He would. Like it kind of like <laughs> he just go like this. <laughs> Still had the belly. He had the beer belly. But I did like how the beard like somehow became a braided beard. Braided like <laughs> yeah. ancient warrior beard. His, his dreads were pulled back in a majestic. Yeah, oh, I don't know how yeah. I feel about I the dreads. Did not like the dreads. I like I, I like, like short hair Thor the best. Oh yeah, no, you look better yeah. with short hair. Oh hey, I got ten seconds left. I'll mention. I'm not so thrilled with how Captain America came back on the bench. I thought that was kind of weird. Like, he came back as old Cap, and he just was somehow on the bench. All right, I don't know. Bloop. All right. I'm over. Spawn. Spawn Cap. Pass the gauntlet. Okay, so obviously, one of our biggest squabbles, I got the gauntlet. One of our biggest squabbles is obviously Fat Thor. But, um, 50 seconds left. Out of the th- coming out of the theater, like, the first things I said to Devin and Clint was oh my this. God. The Ruser Brothers don't understand time travel. And I was just stuck, and we'll explain time travel in this movie after our squabbles. Yeah. But at this moment, I was like, right after the theater, I was like, okay, the only time travel I understood was things you do in the past affect the future. In this version of time travel, 
anything you do in the past creates a new timeline. And in this movie, they created millions of new timelines. And this movie only follows the one timeline that we know, which is the very end, yeah. and it's the end and game I, timeline. And yeah. I explained it. Yes, and he explained it to me, and I was like, okay, I kind of understand that. I got 10 seconds left. So my biggest squabble would probably be Cap going back in time. So does that mean he killed him, his old self? Or his I don't know. Self? You're, you're <laughs> out of time. All right, Cap. I, that's my, I was like, it's a little confusing. Right. I <laughs> love the fact man. that he got to live with Peggy, but just that confused me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Pass the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the squabble. Restart this timer. Let's hear the squabble. All right. Mine is uh, actually one from Age of Ultron that didn't care all the way through. I was telling Devin and Ryan about this last night. Oh, man. Yeah, this is definitely uh, yours. Dude, uh, the relationship between Black Will and Hulk went nowhere. The setup went nowhere at all. Yeah. They even hit it in Endgame a little bit, but like they, it doesn't, they have no oh, romantic right. lead. They don't have I'm anything. I'm so disappointed it's, in that. It was because it was like an Age of Ultron. It was actually one of my favorite things in it, and it was like, oh, it's kind of like the black sheep and the the black sh- like two of the black sheep of the group like like coming naturally towards each other. Yeah. But in this, it's like it was just like thrown away, and like you yeah. you've seen him before, like in like a uh, Thor Ragnarok where Hulk cares about Nat. He's like, oh, is Nat okay? It's the first thing he asks when he wakes up as Hulk. So I would naturally think, oh, they're gonna have a relationship in this movie. Nope. She dies. Not at all. She dies, oh, yeah. and then uh, he Hulk, does try to save her. Yeah, Hulk does say that. Oh, I tried to save now. I really did, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, so there that's, wasn't really that much connection here. That was my. That was probably my biggest squabble with it. Was yeah. uh, thank you, Dyslexic Hulk Man. And, uh, thank you, Phoenix Dyslexic. Surge. Oh, okay. All right, oh, let's gosh. hear it. All right, put it on the gauntlet. There we go. Okay. Obviously, okay. You can start it. Obviously, Fat Thor. Um. When they started it, I thought, oh, yeah, this is hilarious, you know. This part, partly one of the funniest parts of the movie. And then they continued with it. And they continued with it. And they continued with it. Oh, and I was gosh. Like, yeah. Oh, All the way until the final okay. act. So that kind of that ruined it for me. But I did not like him. Um, the confusion with the, the time the time travel. Like like you said, Ryan, like, I was pretty confused after that. I thought like killing or bending his mind with the, the scepter from Cap... Uh, from the old time, like I thought it'd have a big toll on him in the future, but I guess not. And uh, yeah, it was just it was just confusing when I walked out of the theater. I was like, what might I think about that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Even though time travel was one of my favorite parts of that movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That is my squabble. All right, Devin. Well, um, gauntlet time. Gauntlet time. Starting now. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna have to be the third person to mention Fat Thor, but I'm gonna mention Fat Thor. I wasn't it was so funny at first. And he, he was still really funny throughout the movie, but just Thor really didn't get the closure I wanted. And which probably means he's like um his character's gonna be extended, which I would like to add, he's basically a guardian now. Yeah, I'm not a fan oh, of that. Yeah. I kind of like I that. Am. I'm 100% on board with that. I think that, that feels... If he's going to go for towards Thanks. the comedic vibe and sense what they did with Ragnarok, <laughs> I think it fits. It's just like, I really wish we kind of got the Thor that was more at the end of Infinity War. A little bit more. Rather than just Fat Lebowski. Fat <laughs> Lebowski, that's basically what he was. Lebowski, yeah. Lebowski. All right, well then, I well, did that in a minute. All right, and then obviously... One thing we should explain before we close out this episode is the time travel. So if you guys want to add anything to what I'm going to say, just stop me and say something. But basically, okay, <laughs> time travel in this movie, 
um, is very unique. I've never seen anything like it before, which is why I was so confused. Um, so the time travel I know is Back to the Future, and I know that's very, uh, it's very uh, beginners, novice type of time travel where anything you change in the past changes things in the future. At the you yeah. reap the consequences that you sowed in the past. So in this movie, they changed so many things in the past. So I was just so confused. I was like, how is everything still normal? How do people know each other when they come? How did Infinity War happen? All these things. Um, so basically what happened is, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Basically, every tiny thing one of the Avengers did in the past caused a new timeline to split off. So well, basically, yeah. while they're in the past, they created millions of new timelines Countless. but let me also Countless. um mention a thing if you ever heard of a butterfly effect or or somewhere in that category yeah. where like some things kind of like flutter out they're not that impactful and time will still continue yeah but if you change it, an impactful th- thing it will split off to its own paradox yep so when i was when i was explaining to ryan one thing is like let's go back to like you know nebula shooting nebula the good nebula didn't disappear because She's in her own timeline because if, obviously, if I go back to, in time to kill myself, I wouldn't die because it the creates past a self whole new timeline. Wouldn't die, wouldn't yeah. die without me killing myself. Right. So it creates this whole entire loop. So, it, so that's why the the entire timeline that we've really, seen throughout this movies is still intact. Everything still happened, but it created all these other different. The way I think about it is the camera only followed one timeline, and that's the one we got of Endgame. And basically, it created all these other timelines. Yeah. By um, Thor taking his hammer from himself in Thor 1. There's a timeline where Thor lives without the hammer. There's a timeline where Doctor Strange never becomes Doctor Strange because the Ancient One gives up the stone in Mm -hmm. 2012. There's a timeline where Peter never gets the Power Stone and Guardians of the Galaxy never even form. Yep. There's a timeline where uh, Gamora never gets sacrificed for the Soul Stone and Infinity War never happens. There's a timeline where... Uh, the dark world never happens because the reality gem gets. There's so many things. Yeah. And the biggest one is the Mind Stone. They take the Mind Stone in 2012. Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Vision, Ultron. None of that happens. Yeah. yeah. Age of Ultron doesn't exist in that yeah. new timeline. But in the oh, timeline man. that we follow, everything still happens because at the very end of the movie, Cap took the stones back to that specific spot and let you know Hydra get the Mind Stones to create Wanda and yeah. uh, Quicksilver. Um, the Tesseract goes back to Asgard. So many different things still happen in the timeline we know. But everything yeah. else gets screwed over. Yeah. And pretty much any any movie that involves time travel, of course, it's always going to be confusing. But honestly, what, what I do like about Endgame is like I think the best time travel movies are the ones that set up their own rules yes. for the thing. So they kind of explain that I think pretty well. At least I, I, I understood it really well. Yeah. When it, and I think after multiple viewings – that you will you will definitely 100% get it and it will be a lot more clear but i i understand because it was end game was a lot to take in that was 3 hours of a lot of stuff it's yeah. a if there's one thing i'd like to mention is that um the one thing with the one thing i do like about time travel even though people do kind of have a set mind with it it's that we don't obviously time travel doesn't exist so time travel can really be, be whatever we be want. want you yeah. be whatever you want actually endgame time travel is a lot like a show that i remember but i can't remember the name of but it's it's it copies like almost it's almost the exact same yeah exact same as it 
but I can't remember the show for the life of me. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but um, but I've seen time travel like this in media before, so it's you know it was fine with me. Yeah, I, I was yeah, I really had no problems with it. I got a question for you guys. Do you think with all these new timelines created, does it cheapen the value of the timeline we see no because no. it doesn't affect really our main timeline it doesn't cheapen it but it does make you question the integrity of our so-called avengers because what they did was screw over millions of versions of themselves in order to get their one perfect timeline yeah but they did save trillions in doing so right one. that's true and a lot of them still existed the trillions that they did this is a question that's going to blow your mind, but does that mean every timeline they created has their own way to defeat Thanos? Yeah, probably. I think so. But then remember, there Clint was only one. Over. There was only one. Yeah. But that's just the one timeline we were thinking of. True. Oh my gosh. It, this but also, <laughs> also, this leads to a lot wrong. of different stories. So this yeah. is what makes me, especially with um, the one I was, I was thinking about was Loki, because in one of the ones where he gets the Tesseract and he disappears... If the Loki limited time series will revolve around that, because the, there's so many different stories you can actually get out yeah. of this, because a lot of things could be changed in these different multiverses. So I think it's still pretty cool because now you have different storylines and the main one's still intact. Do you guys so. think that this created the multiverse, or were there was the MCU a multiverse before this movie? It could have created the multiverse. It could vary because they they split up the timeline a bunch of times. Yeah. So I think it could have. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Because we still got Eternals coming up. Yeah. So, do you guys think that the alternate timelines they created introduced uh, mutants? Do you think that could be a possibility still? You know, could undoing the snap still could have like sparked something? I think there's still a huge possibility. Maybe like a hybrid or something. It would make a lot of sense because, you know, like mutants haven't really existed in the MCU by now, and that would be one huge way into bringing them in to start popping up out of nowhere because of the unsnapping. Yeah. I got another question for you guys. I have another answer. I want to go around. um, I want to know who your MVP of the movie is. Most valuable player. Most valuable player. Oh, Captain man. Marvel, one hundred percent. He's being serious. No, now he's being. We'll start with. <laughs> we'll start you, with you, Jack. I think you mean Cap, Ryan. Yeah, you, you did say uh, everybody. Yeah, right. Cap. actual nickname. It's Cap. I mean, Ryan. Come on now, please use the proper terminology. <laughs> if you're not going to call her Cap, then call her Strongest Avenger, or First Avenger, <laughs> or First Avenger. <laughs> Read between the lines. The Avenger. Whoa. Well, I'll start us off. I would say my MVP of this movie gonna go to ant-man because oh. my dude came up with the idea for time travel yeah and that I totally agree with this that's what paid off so uh ant-man's my mvp let's go left because Devin always talks last let's let him go second um well you know who i would say so maybe i shouldn't say him no just you probably it. should no, no just you just, just, say, it. just say, it. say it oh okay i'll say iron man <laughs> Yeah, he is MVP. Yeah, he he just he did a lot. Um, he invented time travel. He he invented time travel, (laughs) and pretty much without him, none of this would have happened. Everybody would still would have been dead. There would have been no movie. The pre-sale record would have never been broken, and Avatar will still be number one. Yes, hopefully, this will destroy it. Please. 
Sam, who you got? Uh, I'd have to go with Iron Man on that one as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, he um, he became my favorite through this movie. Like, before, he was my number two. For me, it used to go Spidey, Iron Man, Doc Strange. And now it's Iron Man, Spidey, Doc Strange. And uh, I don't know. I just, he, the way, like, Iron Man 1 has always been my favorite Marvel movie, and I think it still is. But, um, yeah, like, the way he established his purpose in the world. Like, I remember watching The Avengers for the first time and just seeing how comfortable he was flying through the streets of New York with nobody just, like, looking up and saying, hey, that's Iron Man. Like, that was the world that he established, that superheroes were okay in the MCU. And, of course, Civil War kind of compromised that. But, like, he just established that power within the world saying you know like i have the confidence to show people that i'm not i'm not the same as or i can help them you know and uh stand up to the government like you especially see that in iron man 2 one of the worst marvel movies that he uh, actually i am a fan of it he um that he stood up to the government like in that one scene with um justin hammer too so that's what i really like about iron man and especially how he just sacrificed himself for them all with these ass clowns yeah yeah that (laughs) part's awesome all right clint you know um actually i I would say cap but there's one person that we're all forgetting about black widow black widow black widow is i was waiting for someone to say it definitely her I mean, if, if it wasn't for her, they wouldn't have gotten the Soul Stone. I yeah. mean, like she, and and honestly, it's honestly it's her struggle too because she sacrificed herself for her family. Yeah. So her family could live. Yeah. And yeah. so everyone could prosper because I don't know. She. It's probably the most. It's probably the most I've ever liked Black Widow besides in uh, Winter Soldier, but she's she was really great in this movie. I don't think. Any of the things would happen if it wasn't for her, yeah. Uh, especially the Soul Stone, her and especially the, the the goodbye she had with her and Hawkeye. Oh my God! Was, oh my, my God. God! That definitely got me. If it's I w- a very emotional scene. If it wasn't gonna be, if my most valuable player wasn't gonna be Black Widow, I would have said Hawkeye. But no, definitely Black Widow, yeah. most valuable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. So, uh, Rye guy, I will finish it off with Earth's Mightiest Avenger. Captain America. Oh, not Cap. Oh, not actually Cap. So you're... Captain no. America. I guess Captain we'll, America. I guess we'll take second The place. first Avenger. Here. All right, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so Captain America is obviously, like, we think he's so fantastic in this movie. Sacrifices a lot. But that last scene when uh, the last shot where he's the last one standing, yeah, he's putting up a fight. But... He's keeping Thanos from snapping again because there's no one in between Thanos and the gauntlet than Cap in like the last like those like five minutes before everyone comes back to life. Um, So that's that's why I'd put Cap at my MVP. But also he takes all the stones back and he's very valuable for that. Love Cap. Always love Cap. All right. Anything. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I think we said pretty much, um, but if you guys want, this will be a little mini segment of Did You Catch That? Because it's still, we're still pretty fresh out of Endgame, but I think a lot of us saw some Easter eggs. So, uh, 
It's a free for all. So I oh, I go first. Oh, hands up! We got dyslexic man on the uh, field. Jarvis in the seventies. Yeah, it was Jarvis his, in the seventies. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Got that one. Yeah, called it. And you know, there's a lot of a lot of lines in Endgame that are lines from different movies. And one of my favorite ones was when Bucky said, um, uh, "You're taking all the stupid with you," which was from in First Avenger when Bucky was going to war. <laughs> And um, Steve was like, "Don't win the war until I get there." Oh yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. And then also Falcon. One of the things he says to uh, Cap and over the oh my over the God. earpiece on is your left. On your left. I think it's on your right, but on your left. no, it is on your left. I, he did say left. That was so cool. There was so many. Oh, there was so many things. This probably has the most Easter eggs out of any MCU movie. I've got one. So when Ikoye says there's like a massive disturbance in the ocean, mm-hmm. and then uh, Black Widow's like, oh, we should check that out. And she's like, no, it's just an earthquake in the ocean. That could be something. Maybe it's like yeah. Atlantis or something there. Because there's a Marvel run of Atlantis. There is a Marvel run of Atlantis. That's true. Actually, the first ever mutant is uh, from Atlantis, too. Be interesting. Maybe uh, they show up in Black Panther 2 or something. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, th- th- dude. I think the biggest hint, what I noticed was, I think, Thor joining Guardians for Guardians 3. I think that was the biggest hint that I got towards a different franchise, a a step forward. That has potential to grow on me. I mean, there are more Easter eggs, like Natalie Portman made an appearance. Joe Joe Ruzo was in there. Um, Oh, Loki Loki in his cell. Loki in the cell in Thor, Thor Dark World. So many funny. funny things that fans were cheering at. Revisiting the elevator scene from Winter Soldier. We already mentioned oh, that. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Wait, was that in Winter Soldier? Or was that in Avengers? Oh, that was in Avengers. Yeah. Because but, it was way... No, well, the elevator scene was in Winter Soldier. Well, I know, yeah. but the but the part in Endgame where they yeah. were about to replicate, yeah, that was... That's still the that Avengers. Still, that was like time. right after they were... Um, it just makes up. sense because yeah. from Avengers, uh, they get the Hydra scepter. gets the scepter. So it makes sense for Hydra to be having it. Yeah. All right. It's just so cool. I mean, it's just like there's so much because there's like every little movie got a little piece in Endgame. So future of the MCU, I can't guys. Really name one that didn't really get. Even Thor 2 got a lot. <laughs> so. Well, no, just because uh, the scene with Hank Pym and his old retro tech that he's building. Yeah. There were so many things, and I think we will probably post a huge list oh, yeah. of Easter eggs on our oh, Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, have that coming towards you soon. So, Stay tuned. Well, we are done with the endgame now. That's right. The endgame wow. is over. 22 uh, movies, 10 years. Wow. We are done. And, you know, honestly, I will say this. This is like the pinnacle and point of... Not just Marvel movies, but superhero movies. So, and even like seeing this, I'm like, dude, is episode nine going to beat this? <laughs> oh my God. I really no don't way. know. There's no way episode nine. I love nine Star Wars to this. death, but I really don't know if it could top Endgame. It's not going to top it. No. <laughs> I don't think it'll be as satisfying as this. No. Uh, it could. It could. It if they could. include prequels, but like this satisfied 10 11 years worth of filmmaking yeah. so much payoff so yeah yeah big this, payoff as much yeah. as i want to think star wars is still huge the sequels are not as big as the mcu right now no no no, no. no. not yeah. at all 
the MCU, I want to say, is in its prime right now. It just peaked. <laughs> yeah, it just peaked. It. Yeah. It's hard to see any movie getting to this level again. And this is the this is like this is like a generational experience. So what I recommend is they just stop. Go watch it. Go just, watch it. I don't know if you guys would agree with I this. I've already seen it. Why are you listening to this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Go Devin. watch it again. That's what I mean. <laughs> watch it as many times. Support your troops. Make sure that you put as much money because we don't want Avatar as number one anymore. I'm really sick of it. Um, James oh, Cameron. Your shirt. Get off <laughs> your <James> throne. <laughs> um, the only thing that could top this for me is if you get the X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Guardians and Avengers all in one movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't I actually, know if that's possible. You know what I, I think oh, would man. even top that? They'll never, ever do it. Unless if it was like a huge worldwide charity event. Yeah. DC versus Marvel. Oh, but nice. they'll never do it. It'd be amazing. But just imagine if they had a collab for one movie and all donations go to charity. Yeah. That wow. would be... That's the only thing. It's, dude, that's that's, that's happened in the that. music industry before. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you guys know the song... Live Aid. Uh, Live Aid, but there's also the song uh, People of the World or whatever. So a ton of artists come together and make a song for charity. Could happen. Cool never know. a movie know. equivalent to that. But... I think it's only fitting that we close out this review with our favorite MCU quote. Ooh. Well, I actually already know mine. I can start I with mine. Uh, you guys know yours? You, know. <laughs> you ready, Sam? Yeah. All right. I'll start with mine. Wait. Who are we starting with? You want Jack to yeah. start? All right. We'll, we'll go counter. Start with Jack. Unless if he needs hey, hey. more. Do you need more time, Jack? I realize it's not MCU. <laughs> Great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, no, that you'd have to say when the bad things happen and it becomes it's because of you. Something, something. Yeah. All right. So I guess I can kick us off with my favorite MCU quote, which is it's two. It's two of my favorite. I don't know which one to say. Falcon, we need you. All right. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. You said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. Captain Marvel. Um, All right, Clint. Clint. Uh, you know what, Matt? Do you want to say yours? This, let's hear this Matt. Is your last little tidbit. All right, Matt. What's your favorite? Wakanda forever. Of course. <laughs> Clint. I'm sorry. It's my favorite. <laughs> All right. I, I, I was either think I was either thinking that, or if you could make the Wakanda soundtrack come from your mouth. <laughs> the drums. <laughs> Do the drums. Go do 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 do. Put it in and save your own fada. Probably mine's pretty cliche too, Sam. So yeah. don't worry. But uh, mine's from uh, from Cap, and it's uh, you know gets up and says, "Oh, I could do this all day." Oh, oh. oh, my, oh my gosh! All right, Sam. Spoken by the true man himself. Phoenix Surge. Right when he was up in front of all the. Uh, the reporters and the press conference. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I am Iron Man. Oh, dang it! Oh, <laughs> no. Besides being the last one. Well, then oh, I'll man. say I'll say my second favorite. Then I'm with you to the end of the line. Oh, oh! oh. All right, we can't protect the Earth. Oh! You can be damn well sure we're gonna avenge it. <laughs> <laughs>